I want to talk about the great resignation, um, this phenomenon that's going on that was coined, I think it was a reporter, I can't remember where it was, it was, was it Business Insider or something like that, coined the term of the number of people that are resigning that's not being in the job market, um, and that they are, you know, just stepping out, there's lots of people that are quitting their jobs, um, and going and doing something else. Um, so if you don't know me, I am Professor Dave Maslach, <laughs> Associate Professor of Innovation Strategy and Entrepreneurship, and I created this whole reciprocity project to give back as much as I possibly can. There's so many people that help me out that I want to pay the favor for it to help you out as much as I can. Uh, as much as I can. So I actually built this um, sharing economy editing platform. Uh, it's, that's what the reciprocity is. The E is written with a three. You can go check it out. Please um, you know, go buy some credits. It's going to help out um, as well as I think it's going to really help you out. And I'm building a lot more sort of features and stuff like that. Um, but um, that's how this whole all started. And so I started doing you know, a YouTube show to get the word out, and then we've got this massive blog, and now we've got, I've been doing this, uh, the pod, um, at this moment. So, all right, so what I wanted to, uh, talk about was the great resignation. I think it's kind of an interesting phenomenon. I am not, um, you know, I'm not a la labor economist. I am not a human resource person, but, you know, I'm, have some thoughts about it, but I don't think, you know, I'm, I'm probably patently uninformed with the phenomenon. I don't study it in any sort of way. That's sort of my preamble with it. But, you know, what, what we're looking at here, it's, this is a supply chain issue. Um, generally, the economy you can model as a supply chain, this is how I would think about it, or how I think about it. it's like a supply chain. And the economy kind of runs pretty steady state for most things um, over the long run, right? We've got people that are being born, people that are dying, um, you know, and that's pretty steady state. And we can predict these, the, 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 you know, how much people are being born and predicting over, over time, like over years and years, decades, right? And um, that's steady state. And what has happened with the pandemic is that this led to a dramatic um, shift of people that have been in the um, workforce for a long time, a chunk of them that have left. And, you know, personally, I haven't, you know, I, I, I sort of have a, a mild sense of what the numbers are with this, and I probably should do a lot more in-depth and focused on my own research. But, um, you know, what's happening, I think, is that there's basically anybody that's 50 and above um, is is leaving the workforce because they, you know, if they can, they're going to take early retirements. And there was a lot of people, a lot of baby boomers um, up until the pandemic that were, you know, pushing back their retirement because they didn't need to. It's you know, this, this age of 65 years old of retiring, it's kind of an artificial age um, in the sense that we're living, most of us, you know, pre-pandemic have been living quite a bit longer 
um, than 65. And so it's an arbitrary time. So, and people are, you know, healthy and, and excited to work and stuff still at 65. So they're happy to stay, um, as long as we're getting paid in the workforce and, and they, they should, I mean, that's, that's, that's actually a really healthy economy. That's, that's great. People should be, should choose however long that they want to work. Um, I mean, I think that that is, that is perfectly healthy to have that. So if you want to work until the day that you die and you're going to die when you're 95 years old, hey, um, you should have that choice. Um, you know, but what has happened is that people have view, they view that age group views that it's, it's a risk to go into work anytime that you have to sort of move together. And I would love to see the numbers in terms of you know, particularly in the United States, where this is going to occur in, in most countries. But, you know, I'd love to see the numbers in terms of, um, you know, what what has been the difference across the states in terms of, you know, how people have handled, how various governors have handled the pandemic, for example, or, you know, even across across different countries, how different countries have handled the pandemic and, you know, people's perceptions of feeling safe because um, that's going to drive a lot of this, right? So um, we know that there's been vast differences between different regions and how they've handled the pandemic, uh, you know, in terms of governance and what they've done. And it's not only whether they actually are safe. This is a really important thing that you have to realize, right? Like, it's not just the fact that they, they are safe, but it's the perception of safety, right? That drives a, a tremendous amount of behavior and the expectation that you're going to feel safe. Um, so if you don't have that expectation, and um, so w- regardless of whether you're safe or not, and you just feel like, you know, things are just really volatile and you don't really have a good sense of where things are going, people are going to have a tremendous sense of fear. And they their sort of risk meters go way up and they're like, nope, I'm out. Um, and that's just what people are going to do, right? So if you are um, not projecting, um, you know, not, I, I don't like the idea of sort of confidence, but, you know, giving people, making them feel safe and loved and you know, being like a parent, right? Like that's, that's an important part of sort of governance is realizing that people want to feel safe and loved and belonged and, you know, all that kind of stuff, Um you know, religious values, basically. And if they don't have that, then they're just like, I'm, I'm stepping out. And there has been a significant portion of people in the age group that has shift out, shifted out, and they're just like, I'm, I'm out. Um, so what that does is that allows everybody else to sort of in their footsteps, like the steps below them, you know, maybe that they, that, you know, that, that one of these... 55-year-olds or 60-year-olds was a manager, right? Um, and so they leave. And then so that opens up, you know, the the assistant, the, it opens up the regional manager role and then somebody can go in there. And then the assistant to the regional manager role is opened up because that person went in there. And then to the assistant, to the assistant regional manager role, if you don't know the reference, uh, you got to watch the office. Um, so... You know, what you really need to do or what's going to happen is that there's going to be this huge shift, right? So it's not just one job that opens up. You know, you forget about that, right? It's called transitivity. 
Um, or you can think of like um, transitivity in roles where, where they open up, where one job opens up, then the next opens up. Or you can think of it as like a chain, right? Where there's sort of chain consequences. And all of a sudden, you know, that, that, that one opening um, has pretty large consequences in terms of shifting across the entire economy because it opens up all these different positions for everybody else. And we have to um, go through thinking about what to do with that. So, you know, not only, you know, we forget that, um, that, that yes, they're shifting, they're moving. And that's, that's, I mean, that's healthy. That's, that's like people doing the rational thing and protecting themselves. That's actually really healthy. And um, I don't think that there's anything wrong with people taking early retirement if they feel scared. Um, if they feel scared and they're being forced to work to go in and, and, and that's wrong um, because um, that's that's where you know that that's where um, you get into all sorts of debates about um, um, whether they should be there and you know sort of fairness of things and stuff right so if they choose to just leave the, the market because of um, you know that they feel unsafe that's actually a, you know a wonderful thing but then we have not only all of these positions that are opened up, right? We also have a tremendous stress on the system, um, not simply because of job, like these positions are opened up, but you know, hiring people um, is costly, right? Like we um, we need to hire somebody to hire people, right? We need we need um, you need to go do search right? It's called search costs. You need to go find people. You need to train them. There's training costs, right? So even if somebody's highly competent and they're highly skilled in the industry, right? So they're, let's say that they're a 55 year olds um, and they have 30, 30 years experience, but they're not ready to retire. Um, and they have 30 years experience in, in all these other jobs in the industry. They still need to get trained when they go into that organization. They can't just be up and running, right? They still there's still a transition that happens. Um, and so all of that has costs that are there. And so what that does is sort of pushes back and creates uh, more opportunities for, you know, hiring and training for those people that are doing that kind of stuff. So there's an extra role that's there. Um, and what's happening is that the power dynamics between employers and employees are shifting, um, where employees are getting a lot more power. Um, in this situation and it's probably going to be like this for a while because there was you know the baby boomers were supposed to leave the job market and they didn't do that um, you know it's been sort of the expectation as they would for a long time but now there's been sort of this dramatic shift and I think this is all healthy to be honest I think it's a healthy thing that we are um, so it's costly but I think it's healthy for employees um, and healthy for the economy in the long run. So immediately it's costly and, and um, you know, a lot of businesses are going to feel that stress. But for the employees, there's usually what ends up happening um, in any system. It doesn't matter whether you're looking at a natural system or you're looking at, um, you know, human systems, social systems. But you get into these steady states where um, they don't change as rapidly as one would think. They don't change generally. Systems don't change, um, you know, gradually over time. They're kind of chunky. And um, 
whenever there's sort of moments where it's forced to change rapidly, like this, you can actually get a lot of cha positive changes in place, right? Like we've got, we've got incentive to do things um, that are going to be good for um, employees, good for people, right? It's not like just employees or, or people. Um, good for people, uh, and 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 good ultimately is going to be good for the economy to have policies that allow people to, um, you know, work a lot more freely. For example, have them give them more choice. Um, you know, give them more um, opportunities to do different things and sort of shape what they want. That's ultimately a really positive thing. But that doesn't mean that there's not going to be, what you know, growing pains, um, uncomfortable moments, uh, paying a lot more sometimes than what you'd expect, um, you know, really uncomfortable conversations over the next while, um, you know, the next, probably the next five years. Um, there's going to be a lot of transition still. This is going to take a long time to, to clear out of the system by the time we actually get to a, more of a steady state again. So... That's all I wanted to say. I think it's an interesting phenomenon that's going on right now. I think that there is a lot, um, a lot of positive things I think are going to happen from it. Um, you know, and, and there might be some people leaving and coming back um, once they realize that I feel safe again. Um, you know, all of those things are, are really positive effects um, for human potential and human beings. So, um, with that... Hopefully um, you like this one and uh, we'll see you on the next one. All right. Take care and have a wonderful day.